0: Now, 92.9 FM. ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist.
1: You ain't got to do nothing on what you ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't, I ain't, I no, ain't, anyway, no, I ain't letting him write. You ain't getting
0: no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I
1: don't get no interview. I know.
0: 92.9 FM ESPN
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker breaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly As soon as it drops we on a rap page Bubbles popping up Before you know it rubble in the office. We'll be pushing it up Somebody say
0: You better we
1: yeah. 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 go
2: Hit Thursday. There is no end of news in the world of sports. Uh, woke up today uh, to the news that Bill Belichick is, as generally anticipated, out in New England. We'll have the press conference later today. This follows, of course, the news that Nick Saban uh, retired uh, yesterday. All of this, which also
3: fired the news that Pete, or followed the news that Pete Carroll, which also
2: followed the news that Pete Carroll, which also followed the news that Mike Vrabel, which also followed the news that like it is, it is, it is one after another, after another, uh, in terms of breaking news, and of course we will get to all of that. Here's a thing: back in 1980, uh, Pete Carroll left Ohio State, where he was the defensive backs coach. to become the defensive coordinator at NC State. And Ohio State, trying to replace Pete Carroll, hired a, a young fellow named Nick Saban mm. as defensive backs coach in 1980. It's always connected. And here we are all these years later. They go out on the same day Bill Belichick, 71, Nick Saban, 72, Pete Carroll, 72. Um, it is, it, 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 these things are not the same. I mean, Pete Carroll's just not in the same league as those two, even though Pete Carroll has won a na- college national championship and a Super Bowl national championship. In terms of profile... World championship, please. Not, right, right. Not the same, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah,
3: no, I think... In terms of profile, not the same. And then... We seem to put people with dip- with multiple championships in the NFL in a different category.
2: And then... But even not the same as Saban, yeah. I mean, Saban, Saban, Saban and Belichick stand are arguably the greatest ever at their jobs. Pete Carroll Mott. So I don't put him in the same category. I put Pete in the same category that I do Jimmy Johnson. Where that's it's fine. like yeah. they're, they're that's, that's that's it's like yeah, it's interesting. It's a different category. Yes. But I, I think that's exactly right. Uh and indeed technically he belongs in the same category as Barry Switzer and mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson. That's true. As um those are the three who've won uh national championships and Super Bowls. Um so it is interesting how these things hit different um, for all kinds of reasons. Um, the one that stopped me in my tracks, even though you knew the day would come, is the Nick Saban news. Right. Totally agree. And that's because... It happened right after I went off the air. That's why. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's because he was still, okay, maybe not at the very top of his game, but he was... He, he he just beat freaking Georgia and you know and, well I think
3: I think with the gift of hindsight we now realize the national title game was really Michigan Alabama
2: the semifinal was the national title game that's a hundred percent and had they and 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 it went to overtime. Alabama could very well have won that game went to overtime and had they done that he would have won another national championship so he is still at at the very top of his sport um, and and it was unexpected whereas the Belichick news. Um, he has slogged along this year. We knew what was coming. So for those two reasons, uh, they, they, these things hit very different. The Pete Carroll one surprise, like what the hell that one's sort of like, he did a press conference two days ago, I guess now three days ago, basically talking about how he planned on coaching. Mike Vrabel, like this is all, and, and it sets up for a, a fascinating who's going to replace who, whatever else. One of the things I was thinking about, and we'll talk, here's what we're going to do today. Uh, we got the Memphis Tiger basketball game. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Enough already. Uh, we we got the Memphis Tiger basketball game to talk about. We're going to have a Jeff Calkin show poll uh, on that game here in a minute. And we'll do that in the first segment, talk about the uh, local college basketball news. Then we'll talk more about... Uh, Belichick and Saban and Carroll and what comes next. We'll do that in the next segment. Chris Harrington will join us straight up at 10 o'clock. He has a piece up about the Grizzlies who, uh, who made a, a couple of transactions of their own. Bismack Biambo no longer with the team. Uh, Vince Williams Jr. gets a three-year deal. Um, so that has happened. Uh, and then uh, and then we're going to play of the Right Trivia. we got a busy day, Jeffrey. Do you know what the, the prizes waiting are? Waiting on confirmation. Waiting on confirmation of what the fabulous prizes will be. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk mostly about Tiger basketball in this segment and the, the football stuff in the next segment. I'll say this. Why is it? I, I don't think this is – I don't think I'm unusual in this way, and I don't think it's because I'm a Bills fan, although maybe that has something to do with it. When I think about Nick Saban and think about Bill Belichick, both great. The Belichick thing is diminished a little bit because there was one player who who, who may have accounted for so much of his success, and that is simply not true. It's the nature of the game yeah. in, in college football. You can't say, well, Saban got lucky because he had. No. So, so that's one reason. But the other reason is, honestly— Just, I like Nick Saban. I don't like Bill Belichick. Do you think that's true of, like, when they just generally, if I ask the question of someone, do you feel warmly or like this coach about this coach? Do you feel, do people feel differently about Nick Saban than they do about Bill Belichick? I think so. I think Nick Saban is fundamentally, in his own ornery, laughably ornery way, likable. I think Bill Belichick, unless you're a Patriots fan, is just counting titles. Not at all. I think, though. And that's just from the exterior. It doesn't well, mean as human yeah, beings yeah, no, 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 close no, no, to them. No, 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 it no, doesn't no, reflect no. that at all.
3: Just, I think the other thing, though, to point out is I think Saban has put more effort into recently, like the last few years, I think he's put more effort
2: into being liked. Well, well Nick Saban, for whatever reason, he, he plays along. Yeah. Right. Nick Saban is like he laughs at himself. He plays along. He comes across in even as he's being grumpy, being self consciously grumpy. Whereas Bill Belichick just comes across as grumpy. And of course, it's, it's what the achievement that matters, and we'll talk sure. about their achievements and how they're the greatest ever and whatever else. We're gonna get to all of that. Obviously but, uh, a massive day. Even amongst college
3: football fans, like there may have been a point in which like you just hated it, but it's like there was such a long period of high-level success that eventually you just kind of like begrudgingly came to respect him.
2: And I, that is true with Belichick. I respect him. Even now, as he has floundered at the end, I, for example, think that if the Atlanta Falcons want to hire a coach to... to... Well, let's be clear. You wish the Patriots would keep him. Now, You've now reached now the I point where... do. But I, I think that... Yes, but I don't... If I were, if I were a Bucks fan let's just say, or if I were a, a Bucks fan, if I were in the NFC South, I would not want the Falcons to hire him. I, I just It think, still comes down to me, does he have complete roster control? Uh, big, big part of it. We'll get to, we'll, we'll get to all of this. Uh, again, uh, we're going we're gonna to be talking about all the stuff. We are going to be uh, uh, talking to Chris Harrington and then writer of the right Trivia. We got a very busy Thursday. But Jeffrey, I want to shift very quickly here. We'll talk about the Memphis basketball game first last night. And I want to fire up a very simple... Jeff Calkins' show poll. I'm ready when you are. Can we do that? I'm ready when you are. Was last night's win over UTSA fun? A, yes, B, no. Uh, A, yes, B, no. Or you could A, yes, they won, or B, no, it was painful. Eh, Let's do that. A, yes, they won. B, no. Tig- make it Tigers 1. A, yes, Tigers 1. B, no, it was painful. That is my fundamental question. Was that win in overtime over a team that was 285 in the net? Is that what it was? I think it was 285 in the net. Yeah, in Ken Palm and the net, honestly. 19.5 point spread. They win in overtime, one oh seven to one oh one, and so the question is: Was it fun, or was it painful? Once we fire up this poll, and I actually asked people on Twitter about this last night, so I already have some informal. All right, hold results.
3: on, because I, I, I was trying to do the options. All right, Jeff Go ahead. Jeff Calkins' show poll. Yeah, last night's Tiger basketball win over UTSA was. Okay. Is that correct? Yes, that's fine.
2: Okay. A. Yep. uh, Fun. Period. Tigers won. Period. B. Painful. That's the question. Fun or painful? How about that? All right. You ready? Yep. Fire it up. All right. Hang on. Let me put in the... Fire that sucker up. And then tell me what people are going to vote. Uh, painful. You people, yeah, do you think not people of, there's, not a,
3: there's not a third option in there. Because there's a, the, you can't sit there and go, that was fun. That was excruciating. Like, <laughs> like you, you can sit there and go, well, at least we didn't lose. Like, FAU lost to Charlotte. You can do that. But you can't sit there and go, that was. you. Nobody left FedEx Forum going, that was fun.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, all right, you know what we're gonna do too. I'm gonna take calls on this 45-0929. Was it fun? Yes or no? Was that fun? Did you enjoy it? Yes or no? Four four five oh nine two nine four four five oh nine two nine. If you want to give your sense of what's happening with that team too, I'll be honest. I found it to be a little split in the household. I kind of have a household now because Claire's a You like this? I'm a lucky man. She went to the game. Her first Memphis Tiger game ever and she found it to be delightful she loved it exciting game a lot of fun that's what she said but that's because honestly she doesn't really care if the tigers win or lose if you oh it was a co- fun wait, back in if you just were dropped in as an alien from outer planet like you, then it might have been fun cuz utsa hitting big shots and memphis responding and overtime and but the problem is And even if you were playing, if Memphis was playing Duke or Kentucky or Houston or whatever else, then you might say, well, that was fun. What a thrilling game. Oh, back and forth they went. The problem is it's all in the context of you either win or it is looming disaster. And so you're not, it's not fun to try to avoid disaster. When the goal is avoiding disaster Oh my god, they're gonna lose to this team. It's a freaking di- it's the the context of it changes it completely. There is no joy in particularly winning, there's only relief in winning, and then there is woe and disaster in losing. And I don't see anything that is fun about that. It is more fun than losing. There is no question about that, but I don't see how anyone can say that's fun. But I will take your calls, Jeffrey. Who are we starting with here? Oh, we gotta keep score once this I got my pen out. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Let me let me get a spreadsheet out.
3: I, we'll f- go ahead. Who do we start right, with? We start of course. Too smooth in East Memphis. Too, Too smooth. smooth.
1: You're on, my How man. How are you? Hey, what's going on, fellas? We're good. Man, of course it's painful, Jeff. <laughs> painful. You know why it's painful? Why? Because the more I watch them struggle with teams like this. My blood pressure goes up. That's Have a the good. thing.
2: Thank you. Exactly. It like you're just. I was miserable the whole the whole damn second. The, the whole the, really not the first half. First half I was like, ah, oh, this this again. And then the second half. They take the eight-point lead, and then all of a sudden it's tied, and then UTSA goes up, and then UTSA is up by four in the final two minutes, and they got to throw the press at them. To, they did force the turnover. Miss Memphis, every missed foul shot, and there were a bunch, was a, like a stab in the heart. There's nothing fun about that. We got one painful. Uh, who's next?
3: Jeff, let's go to Wes in North Memphis.
2: Wes, you're on. Wes.
1: What's going on? OG, how you doing this morning? We're good. All right, hey Jeffrey, ring another one up for painful, brother, because <laughs> that one was painful. painful. Oh my god, painful! But look, this is the this is the funny thing. Yeah. I feel like because of so many teams that were ranked that lost in right. the last couple of nights we're actually going to fall bass Aquas into a top-ten ranking. And how Memphis is it that we have a team that we're just like, what's going on, and we're a top-ten team? <laughs> that, Do you know how many that, teams that would still be, be a
2: top-ten team? Now, there's no question. And uh, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> the phone number, by the way, is so 445 Fun is Fun now has a two-to-nothing lead. No, five. Painful is a two-to-nothing okay. lead. And, uh, and we also have it up on the... Uh, on the on the on the on the Twitter slash X uh, as well. Who's next? Fun or painful? Jeff, let's go to Ricky and
3: Olive Branch. Ricky, you're on. Ricky,
1: uh, neither Jeff, fun nor painful. Neither. And I tell you, I tell you why. If we're waiting on a whole lot of string of line blowout games, it's not going to happen. There is a such thing as playing to the level of your competition. I don't okay. know if you guys ever play sports. That's a true thing. That's a real thing. These guys. Until they get in their mind that everybody that they play from here on out is going to give them their best, absolutely best Okay, but shot. let me ask you
2: this. Wouldn't you think that after what happened in the last two games, they might actually start to occur to them that maybe we should, you know, be engaged in this enterprise from the very beginning? Like, at what point do you learn if we keep, it's a cliche, playing with fire, we're going to get burned?
1: I can't argue with that one, Jeff.
2: All right, thank you very much. That but that's a, that's a that's a neither fun nor painful, and a little a little truth telling there. They very clearly aren't taking these games particularly seriously until they get exciting at the end. What's next? Who's next, Jeffrey? Jeff, we go to Robert in East Memphis. Robert, you're on.
1: Hey, Robert. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I actually got free tickets to the game last night. Okay. Good. And it was going to the dentist. Painful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what I, th- that's it, what I it said. It
1: was ridiculous yeah. because we couldn't, we didn't. And I, I read Penny's lips a lot of times about boxing out. We couldn't box out for rebounds. We know that, we knew that they had three shooters on the floor that could shoot the three-pointer very well. And we just, they, they got open looks. Jordan, I, Jordan Ivy Kirby it.
2: is out there just hanging out at the three-point line and just banging exactly. in threes.
1: And, and there was nobody, no, no concern, no effort. I mean, and then at the end, we scrambled to, to make a win. And we, I, it was painful. It was painful. I, Locked <laughs> me down for painful.
2: Painful. That's, we got three votes for painful. No votes yet Too for painful. fun. Unless painful. I count
1: Unless I count Claire,
2: first Memphis Tiger basketball game ever. And uh, she thought it was fun. Uh, what's, who's next? Jeff, let's go to Andrew in Germantown. Andrew, you're on. Hey,
3: Andrew.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to have to go with painful. Um, <laughs> painful I mean, huh? five games in a row of, of playing down a competition. And, hey, Jeff, before
3: I uh, I get off, I want your opinion on, you know, something that Penny Haines has had on his defense. You know, where's the defense at when you're shooting over 50% but a team that is ranked, what did you say, 285 in the net and they play that close?
2: Yeah, no, uh, thank you very much. Obviously, last night, the problem was, listen, Memphis scored 107 points. I'm not going to – Memphis shot 53%. Uh, They were 11 of 22 – 11 of 23 from three. They didn't shoot free throws well. um, But offensively, they were good against a really awful uh, defensive team. But still, I'm not going to complain about them scoring 107. But they give up 101? They give up 101 to that team? That was just nuts. 17 three-pointers? Uh, you know what we had last night? We had Penny reverting to the I had him prepared comments. You know how Penny does that occasionally? I thought uh, we had things, a really good plan. When things get really be- – I had him prepared. They knew who the shooters were. Like, that's where we are. I do think the defensive personnel is not what it has been, honestly. I think that's some of it. But pretty clearly, they just – it was a, just a woeful defensive performance. Okay, right now – uh Painful leads four to nothing on the uh, on the on the phone line. What's We're, happening? In we a- have so on the poll we
3: have yeah. uh, painful leads seventy seven percent to twenty three percent.
2: Painful out to a big lead in this one. Uh, phone number is four four five zero nine two nine. What's next? Who's next? Jeff,
3: we go to Keith in Arlington. Keith, you're
1: on. Keith, hi, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Good to have you. Can I say? excruciating <laughs> excruciating that will that's go down as a painful excruciating it was that's that's the type of game that a true diehard tiger fan like me cannot eat anything Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing during the end? game?
2: What are you doing when it's going badly? Are you pacing? Are you are you throwing things?
1: Are you What's your uh, How do you cope? Everything. Everything. I'm 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 playing defense in front of the team.
2: You you were the, you were the only one. Let me just say this. You were the only one who was playing defense last night. All right, excruciating.
1: <laughs> that is that is correct. Uh, the only one. This is a team that you could tell has only spent 1 year with Penny. Yeah. They, right. they they don't depend.
2: We appreciate it. Uh, excruciating goes down as a painful in my list of synonyms, and so it is five to nothing. Painful leading, fun four four five oh nine two nine. Who's next, Jeff? We got a Daniel in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Daniel, you're on. What's going on, guys? Uh, Had to be painful. There was
1: no way that game was fun. They shot almost fifty three in the game.
2: You know, here's you know what's painful. Sadly, your your telephone, your the connection, the reception. We can't really hear you, but I'm put, oh I, I heard you enough to put you down as a painful. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, so must I be the storms six? between. It's six to nothing. Painful to fun. Four four five no nine two nine. We may wait and see if either one first one to ten. Right? We'll do first one to ten. I know which way this is going. Um, uh, who's next? Jeff, let's get to Dennis and White David. Dennis, you're on.
1: Dennis, hey, good morning, guys. Look, man, I, I I heard you guys say this all the time. Two things can be true. Yeah. So I'm kind of torn in between, but I think another word you should put in there is ungrateful. I mean, one out of the what top eleven lost last night. I think five teams out of top eleven. We won, man. It sucks. I just think with the day with the portal, yeah. you cannot look at the name on the jersey, man. These guys. I mean, come on, they got a seven footer that was shooting threes. They, they, Jordan, I, I give them all the credit. The children they
2: were just they did not buckle. They just kept coming back and dropping in man. threes. I a hundred percent agree going. with
1: that. I give them full oh, credit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, man. Come on, man. But we won and we win Sunday. We're gonna be in the top ten, man. So hey, go Tigers go. And can I get the roar, man? Jeffrey, y'all have a good day, man. Thank you very
2: much. Uh, we will, will put him down in the—not a very emphatic fun, but we'll put him down as a fun. And yes. In, in the, fairness, fun needs all the help it can get. Fun needs all the help it can get. We believe—like the NFL, we believe in charity. Yes. So the, um, it, it, to, to his point, in the last 48 hours, Purdue has lost, Houston has lost, Kansas City has lost, Tennessee has lost— Oklahoma, Kansas. Kansas has lost. I'm sorry Kansas, Kansas Kansas. Kansas has lost. Tennessee has lost, Oklahoma has lost, Marquette has lost. Uh, BYU has lost to a ranked team. and Clemson has lost. No, none of those teams lost to 285 to 285, but they did lose. In- indeed, they did lose. Four four five zero nine two nine. who's next? Chef, let's go
3: to Wayne in Whitehaven, Wayne, you're on. Good
1: morning, gentlemen. How are you? Um, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Love to show you have the best show that it is, the worst, would ever be. Oh, well, you're nice to say that. All right. No, it's the truth. Basically, gentlemen, I'm saying why everybody's getting their blood pressure up so high. It was fun. Fun! It was fun. You really night. enjoyed you that comeback? Come no, no, no. Let me explain fun. Uh-huh, go you ahead. You got to know what fun is. I, I clearly don't. Okay. When the Tigers play Villanova, those uh-huh. big schools, they showed up, didn't they? When yeah. they play the lower schools, they don't. I always, that's that's how it's gonna be this year. When they play this, this it's not gonna be the only ride we had. We just gonna be like this all the way through. But when the Tigers play somebody that's on their level, watch how they game change. I hate to say it, but just this, this, respect the way this season is gonna be like that. And they're not gonna lose to these. And they're not gonna lose. Uh, that is fun. No, it's fun no, that no, they, they, they always not. win them. You know, that's good. No, but you see, that's that's the key. They are, uh, and they going on. Uh, it, it's like. No matter, Penny's is not the kind of coach that can pump them up like a Bobby Knight or a Calipari. Penn is—they laid back. That team was what seven and eight, correct? Yeah. And they was like a seven and eight team. I'm I'm quite sure. They were 100 Jones like and all. But wait till they get ready to play. What's that? Uh, uh, uh in their conference, Florida, Atlantic. Other... Florida Atlantic. they beat the hell out of them. Watch how it changes when they go. They are going to the Sweet 16. So, Memphis fans. Like Dana Kirk, the great Dana Kirk always said, it don't matter if you win by one or 100. As long as you get to win, baby, that's all it right, that okay, matters. Get... It's fun. All right, they going to be in the top ten, and y'all have a good one. Thank you. You know, what,
2: Jeff? you know what's happening, Jeffrey? Fun is, in fact, making a comeback. You get that first win, and you're like, all of a sudden. You got popped uh, in the mouth early. It's, it's, it got popped in the mouth early. But now it's 6-2. to two, And it, I'll tell you what was fun, watching Javon Quinterly four-pointer. Right, that was fun.
3: Also, though, when he got the ball at the end of the end of regulation with thirty some seconds, ago, I was like, "Is he really going to do it?" he going to third, third time? time? I was like, "It's a third time in a row." I,
2: I think he was going to, but then Penny yeah. called the timeout. Yeah, he, he said, "I can't let Jet Von Quinterly hog all the three games in a row." Uh, all right, so fun is making a little bit of a comeback. Four four five zero nine two nine. Who's next,
1: Jeff? Let's go to Bill in East Memphis. Bill, you're on. Totally fun. I'll tell you why. Uh huh. Um, you know, it's entertainment, right? I view going to a basketball game as entertainment. Now, okay. if I'm home watching, it can be more of anxiety. But at the game physically, I enjoyed the competitiveness and the way those the, way the other team was shooting the ball was fantastic. But, yeah, it was fun to me. So as, you, long were as we went, so. you were there. You were
2: there. You were there. Yes. And was the feeling in the crowd... Nervous? Like were they oh, engaged? Yeah. Is- we
1: get down. We get down by a few points. I put my hand in front of my face, and there's you could hear the the sighs and the, and the yeah. It's obvious, but at the end of the day we won, and that's fine. All right, thank you, Bill. No, what about JQ? I thought that was a bad call by Penny. He was going to drive and get fouled. I was sure.
2: surprised that he called the timeout there. And then in the end, they just got the sort of desperation shot from Jordan. That was, uh, but whatever, worked out. You know what, I'm going to go with you. It was fun. So just add it to the drama. Just add it to the, more basketball. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Four, I do four, think five, he brings 29. up a good
3: point. I do think that how you view the game might have depended on were you watching at home?
2: if you're watching it, well, Claire home, was there, and she thought it was fun. And if you're watching at home, you thought it was excruciating. You know, I, I think, I think how you view the game is maybe this is not fair. Is how much you care about the Tigers. Like if you view sports as sort of an entertainment, as if it doesn't ruin your day if they lose, right? right? You're just turning something on then because you're like, yeah. and then it's fun. But instead if, of watching a movie now I'm watching: If game. it really would destroy you that Memphis would lose to a 285 team, there's nothing fun about them flirting with that. I think it's the perspective. I think more than whether you were there at home, but that's Bill's theory. I think more than if you were there at home, it's how you view all of this. And but I will say this. Fun is now giving Painful a little bit of a run. We're at three and six. It's now six and three. Mm-hmm. Four, four, five. We'll take these calls and then we'll wrap this up. If you're on, we'll get to you. Jeff,
3: let's um. go to Tony in
1: downtown. Tony, you're on. Hey, Tony. Good Morning. How are you guys doing? We're, we're having fun. You know, you had to call a couple that say it, 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 that Penny can't fire him up like John there. The 2007, 2008 season, go look and see on teams like this how many close games they have. They had a five sec- five seconds to try to run down and beat Tulsa, which Antonio Harris did and laid up. Yep. They had a last second shot by Chris Douglas-Roberts to beat Southern Miss. So I'm saying, when you when you just kind of team, they barely beat UAB again. game, and if a fight turned out with Joy Dorsey, and people remember, you get the best shot, man. This conference play teams gonna come at you. I'm and curious. I am like,
2: curious, though. I think what part of the difference might be. It's just that it's been a, th- you know, three games in a row last second, and then like these games. I don't. Were those games that you describe? Were they on the road? Like it's a little weirder. No, to, no it was one at home. One it was a couple of
1: them at home, like that. Yeah. With uh UTEP, all of them. Like I said, man, look, you're going to get teams' best shot because the a Super Bowl. They know they don't have a chance to make it to the tournament unless they come through you. So right. when you're the big dog, they gotta try to knock you out. So i are gonna get used I to this. say it's fun, but it ain't painful. Okay, because we're it. winning. All
2: right, thank you. All right, that, that's exactly right. The, the, the W is what matters. So is that another one well, for neither? A, that's a neither. He just literally said it wasn't fun. It wasn't painful. We can't put him down as either. So, so I got two neither's. It's still six to three with two neither's, two abstentions or neither's. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
3: <laughs> two, two abstained from voting. Jeff, let's go to Frank at the Skybox. Frank, you're on.
1: Brutally painful. Brutally painful. That's. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, you were supposed to beat that team by what? Twelve, thirteen points. Uh, no, no, it was nineteen.
2: Uh, it was nineteen Nineteen and a half. 19 19 and a, half. 19 19, and a half. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, it would have ruined my day. I mean, we lose that game, you're dropping out of the top twenty. If it's us, so am I happy that they won? Well, yeah. I mean, nobody's gonna say, "Oh, I'm not happy they won," but it was brutally painful. They could have built a house. With the bricks they were throwing up there for free throws. The free throws. I don't know but what happened. A to good them. free three throw
2: shooting teams. team. I don't know what happened. And then Jordan, yeah. Jordan goes to the line and he he misses the first one short and then he airballs the second one. And then they pull him out. They're like, You're yeah, brutal. You're clearly no I mean, really so, crumbling. Brut-
1: brut- brut- good player, painful. though. Yes. All right. It it'll it ruin my day.
2: Seven to three is the score, and this is our last uh this is our last caller on this topic. Jeff, let's go to Nick in downtown. Nick, you are on.
1: Hey, Nick. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it's fun until it's not. Um, <laughs> we'll put that down as Very convincing. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, you sound like you're having fun, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, you might, you, might as well have, you might as well have fun with it. I mean, you know, defense, you know, they'll get better. It's just, you know, years past, it's always been the offense. It's kind of been the struggle. So I mean, it's it's a little bit better that you have an actual offense now, or you get some scoring out there rather than you know just two teams throwing up bricks the whole game. So I don't know. I mean, as long you know, competitive games are going to happen. It's still early in the you know conference, so all right, you know, just, We'll put you down. Uh, as fun.
2: Thank you. Yeah. an unenthusiastic Thanks. fun doesn't sound like a fun, <laughs> but fun nonetheless. And so, Jeffrey, what is our final score here? Jeff, I show the final score is seven
3: votes for painful, four uh-huh. votes for fun, two yep. for neither,
2: two for neither. And how about on the uh, on the uh, Twitter machine? Uh, with one hundred and fifty-seven votes, seventy-five percent
3: say painful, twenty-four point eight percent say fun. Tigers won.
2: Tigers. Uh, so the numbers were pretty similar Tigers between callers. Yeah, that's actually very similar. Um, David Jones, twenty-six and eleven. Javon Quinterly, twenty-five points. He still does like I. I trust him, uh, you know. I it, it doesn't always come through, but I doesn't always start fast. By the way, uh, big four point play um, last night. Jordan did crumble at the foul line at the end, but eighteen and twelve, he was big. Um, I in terms of some of the things that positives to take away from this, uh, Jaquan Walton seems to be coming along. You know, he's, he was lost yeah. for a while, so that's good. Um, and I, uh, and I do. And I do think that point that the defense will get better, some of it is attention to detail. It's, you know, I, I do believe Penny will work on that. I trust Penny to drill down and to, and to get the team better so it is playing better defensively. It is sort of weird that all of these close games have followed in the wake of the addition of Naquan Tomlin, who who fouled out again last night. And they're weird. Like, they should be better with Tomlin. Yeah, put the Vandy game and the Vandy game and the...
3: Austin P. game, he wasn't part of it. Right. Doesn't And he doesn't, he's I, obviously not I, fully
2: integrated. I, 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 think. I fully buy into the, you know, it's just playing down to the level of it's competition. Totally playing down to the level of competition. And you take it seriously. Here's the truth. They take it seriously when it gets serious. Yeah. You know, when, when, they're, when they're, oh, we might lose. Once that that dawns on them, oh, we really could lose this. Then they play well enough to win. Eight and one in games decided by six points or fewer, Jeff. <sighs> so there you go. All right, we got a lot more to talk about. A lot happening in the NFL and college football. Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock and then, writer, then we Ryder. We do have,
3: uh, I've got confirmation of our tickets, Jeff. It'll be two more tickets to see ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner at Landers Center in March. So that's been a pretty popular, pretty popular prize. We'll have two more tickets today.
2: Well, there you go. Uh, if you're selling your house, I would urge you uh, to call Josh Isol uh at uh at Keller Williams Realty Josh sells the midsouth.com that's one way to reach him a uh, 901-461-8147 that's another way to reach him um, and I've been talking about him and you've heard other people talk about him over the years but if you want to pop over and look at the Google reviews you will find more than 305 star Google reviews and I tell you the stories all the time about people who've used him who swear by him most recently Charlotte sold her parents old home and was worried about getting you know, uh, someone trying to put one over on her because you're sentimentally attached to your parents' old home, but maybe it's a little dated or whatever else. And, but she was she was absolutely thrilled. Um, house sold quickly at a price that made her uh, very very happy. Um, so give Josh Isa a call. It's nine zero one four six one eight one four seven nine zero one four six one eight one four seven. Josh sells the Mid South dot com. Back in a moment. Jeff Gockin Show ninety FM ESPN. 92.9
0: FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station On the free Odyssey app Download it now on your phone Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN
1: At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day And for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry With same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders All backed by real people ready to help so you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: So you're in the middle of a kitchen update and you can't tell if that's a faucet stem or a flange. With the Home Depot app, Doing doesn't miss a beat. It'll find what you need in a snack and it'll show you how to find it in store with a tap or get it delivered free for doing that doesn't stop. Download the Home Depot app. It's made for doing.
1: Do you struggle with leg pain and weakness, numbness or pins and needles, wounds that won't heal no matter what you do? At Regional One Health, we provide comprehensive care for poor circulation caused by peripheral artery disease and other vascular disorders. Let us find the lifestyle changes, medication or surgery that is right for you. Learn more and start your journey to a healthier tomorrow. Visit www.regionalonehealth.org vascular.
0: Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Savings based on discounts and vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem.
1: Start practicing your pitching for the ultimate $80,000 snowball fight at Southland Casino Hotel. Join us Saturdays in January from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for hourly drawings. 40 winners every week will win a share of $20,000 in free play. Want in? Get an entry for every 24 points earned daily with five times the entries on Wednesdays. Don't miss Saturdays at Southland. It's going to be snow much fun. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700.
0: The NFL playoffs live on Odyssey. Westwood One brings you all the action from Wild Card Weekend, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Hand off McCaffrey runs the powers into the end zone. Touchdown, 49ers. The excitement is contagious as teams start their journey towards the big game. End zone, play right side, is cut! Touchdown! Listen to every game live from Westwood One. Get in the game and download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y.
1: Hi, folks. Bob Cover Sunrise Buick GMC truck. Gonna start out the new year buying a new used car and truck. Remember, the selection's better and the savings are bigger at Sunrise. Acres of new cars and trucks to choose from. A $5 million used car inventory of late model GM certified cars and trucks. Remember, Sunrise specializes in cars and trucks under $99.95. Don't forget, Sunrise has a financing Plan for everybody and specializes in secondary finance. The number one volume Buick and GMC dealer in the mid-south. Sunrise, we're saving you money it's just the way I do business partner. Coming to pipe Chase, and Collierville.
4: Found the roof leak. Where? See those shingles?
1: Oh, what do we do now? I pity the fool. You need the A team. What? A-Team Roofing in Collierville, one of only two diamond contractors in the Mid-South. They're a licensed general contractor, but also a licensed insurance adjuster. When it comes to insurance approval, the decision really is in the details. Well, yeah. Get your roof done right. Call the A-Team, 901-605-ROOF. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online reviews. You okay? I'm A-OK. (coughs) A-TeamRoofers.com! Oh, this cold. Honey? (coughs) Honey? Honey, you need DayQuil Severe Honey.
2: DayQuil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a honey-licious taste. Because life doesn't stop for a cold.
0: Okay, I'm ready to go.
3: <coughs> now I'm getting a cold.
0: Honey.
2: Try Dayquil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu relief. Dayquil Severe with honey flavor. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, honey licious, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Wendy's new breakfast two for three dollar biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium medium hot coffee or two savory sausage biscuits yeah whichever you pick you can't go wrong choose wisely choose wendy's new two for three dollar biggie bundles at a time only u.s price of participation may vary not valid in a combo single item at regular price these folks who uh, likes to wager and has fun with it, that's great. If you are one of the smaller percentage of folks who struggle with it because you spend too much money, too much time, too much emotional energy, it's impeding with your life, uh, I would recommend you contact the folks at the gambling clinic uh, over at the University of Memphis. They've been around for more than two decades now. They've helped 1,200 folks. What they, what they try to do over there, they're not anti-gambling. They're anti-letting gambling ruin your life. And so they meet with you. The goal is to meet with you 10 to 12 times, individual sessions, um, to try to help you put gambling into, you know, fit it where wherever it should, whether it's whether you, sh- you shouldn't gamble or whether uh, you need to do it, um, you know, more responsibly, a way that makes sense to you. Um, that's what they do. And they have proven record of success. And so if you are find yourself uh, struggling with it, I know people who do, or if you have family members who struggle with it, um, reach out to them, thegamblingclinic.com. All right, Jeffrey. So uh, we had the Tiger stuff. We got the Grizzlies coming up next with Chris Harrington. But there was massive news, which we've already talked about uh, briefly. Obviously, Nick Saban steps down yesterday. Bill Belichick. Uh, is out in New England. There will be a press conference later today. Uh, This follows, of course, Mike Vrabel getting whacked, Uh, Pete Carroll, uh, uh, the end of the Pete Carroll reign in Seattle yesterday. In terms of the belichick Sabin ones, Mm -hmm. do you, by the way, care about the conversation? Are they the greatest of all time? And do you have a conviction on each of them, whether they are? Uh, I
3: don't. Particularly care about the greatest of all time. I do think each is the greatest of all time, and you can make the argument okay with Belichick and Brady. But name whoever else is going to be in the discussion. We'll also greatest, have a great player. We'll they played with for a long time. Like I think you go and you look at Hall of Fame coaches. Name one that didn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. I, I don't know if there is one. With Saban, you can do the move of okay. Well, yeah, it's not with one great player, but he had one great job, and he had a job where you could amass all of the great players. Well, yeah, but he won a national title
2: at LSU. But more importantly, I look at Nick Saban had... And here's the, here's the other problem. So many people had floundered in that job before Nick Saban got there. I'm just, I'm not chalking up Saban's success to Alabama at all. 100%. And I'm And I'm chalking up Alabama's success to the
4: Saban. The biggest
3: reason why I think I would say each is the greatest of all time is because they were so successful that all of their competitors tried to emulate exactly what they were doing by either getting Belichick disciple, getting Sabin disciple. Like we have to run it, we have to do it the Patriot way. We have to do it, you know, we want to get the way that Alabama does it. They were they
2: were transformative in the way that even their peers tried to compete. What is interesting to me is how much more successful the Saban tree has been. Um, also more prolific the Sabin tree has been among people that he hired or who coached for him. Uh, Mark Dantonio, Jimbo Jimbo Fisher, Will Muschamp, uh, Pat Shermer, Adam Gase, Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin, Dan Lanning, Billy Napier, Mike Laxley, Mario Cristobal, uh, Kurt Signetti, Charles Huff, Butch Jones, Jim McElwain, like uh, Brian Dable, like like some of those were already good and were already well known before they got to him, but it is um like he is an incredibly prolific tree including Kirby Smart. Yeah, I do think though
3: I think you have to look at Saban disciples kind of in two eras. Once he started the Nick the Nick Saban school for Wayward boys. That's the thing. That was you, when
2: that's a different those people are a different category. Correct, a
3: finishing school because before that you had a lot of teams that were trying to a lot of schools that were trying to, you know, Tennessee with Dooley, Pruitt. Like there's there's plenty right, of failures. Yeah. But
2: even though yeah, um the the, the thing that I and obviously, I think I, I think the reason I feel more warmly about Sabin than Belichick, apart from the fact that Belichick beat, beat the two, hell out of the Bills all the time. No, I think it's really just as you pointed out. One was willing to be liked, and one wasn't. You know, one, one made one, an effort. I one think. cared not at a, at all, and so and what. And, but it doesn't mean that in their personal relationships, one was warmer than the other. Sure, um, I know that, and I've talked to Jimmy Sexton about this. Jimmy obviously represented Nick Saban. Like he, he 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 said Nick Saban would do anything for you as a human being. Like he really liked Nick Saban, likes Nick Saban as a human being. He's obviously, been good for his career too. But um, that that struck me, and he said this to me probably, you know, fifteen or twenty years ago, just raving about uh, a Nick Saban. But what impressed me both about about both of them, I know it's cliche, but I do think the way they focused purely on the process on doing the right thing that day they just a a lot of people in any line of work you're doing a radio show it's easy to forget to go through the things to make it a good radio show and instead focus on hey I got a great radio show you know what I mean like they were so intently focused on Jeff it's all all about the process but I really do think it that is true it's true if you're a freaking student right if you're sure. in 11th grade what matters what matters is attention to detail doing the right thing all the time and, and 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 then ultimately looking up and see where it gets you um and and i i do think there's a valuable lesson there they're, they're obsessed with it absolutely obsessed with it and Particularly as a college coach, where you are training young men to be equally obsessed with it. Sure, I think it it's it's incredibly impactful. And then then the titles. Who who is America? We're gonna not gonna miss Bill Belichick because he's gonna be here. That's the other reason it's less shocking. A, we knew it was gonna happen, and B, he's going somewhere. Yeah, right. Presumably, yes. Sabin is gonna leave a hole. Oh yeah.
3: Now I think the thing that's more interesting to me about Sabin, Bama, Alabama after Sabin. You know, you always hear Jeff. You never want to be the guy that follows the guy, right? Well, one example though, I would, I would put to the count to the contrary would be LSU post Saban. They had flound LSU had been floundering in the twenty years before. There was right. always the sleeping giant. The you know this this job could be great. Well, Nick Saban gave them the blueprint of here is how you do it here, and the guy right after him is Les Miles, who's a significantly inferior football coach to Nick Saban. Les wins a national title. And LSU, while maybe they haven't hit their ceiling as often, Nick Saban did give them a blueprint and a way to show this is how you build sustained success
2: regardless of the coach. And you don't want to be the guy who follows the guy at a place where it's not, where it feels like it isn't sustainable, right? Sure. Like, but... Like, even in Memphis and John Calipari, it's sta- it, but at that level, it had never been done before, and we knew it probably wouldn't ever be done again. That was, for Josh Pastner, that was a really tough thing to follow. Here, a couple of things have happened. One is, Nick Saban has been unbelievable, the best ever, but it is true that he hasn't won a national championship in three years. So, you can do <laughs> what that. A, what a drought. But there's at least, you you know, when they win a national championship again, sure. there will be, maybe I think on the part of Alabama fans, some degree of gratitude. I don't think the next Alabama coach, in order to be successful, has to win six national titles. No, but I do think he would have to win a national title. hundred. And yeah. actually, I think has to win multiple national titles. Over the, uh, a period of years, has to win multiple national titles. It does get you to, if you were Dan Lanning... If you were Steve Sarkeesian, if you were Lane Kiffin, if you were Mike Norvell, if you were Dabo, if you were Kalen DeBoer, those are the names you sort of, some of you, you may take seriously, some may not, some yeah, I no, take seriously, no, those some are, I don't. Those are the names you but hear. those are the names you hear. The strongest, yeah. Would you take the
3: job? So let's go through it individually. If I'm Dan Lanning, I take it. And the biggest reason if I'm Dan Lanning that I take it is it's not that. It's not that I don't think Oregon's a good job. They've never no one has ever won a national title at Oregon. But more importantly And they're going to the Big Ten. I don't know what that looks like. Now, yep. you could tell me, you could tell me that the Big Ten's not ready for Oregon. Okay, cool. No, nah, you're
2: right though. I, I think Dan Lanning should take it. If I am Steve Sarkeesian, I don't take I it. Don't take it. I'd rather not. have the Texas job. You'd rather you can do it fresh. You've got Correct. everything at that it, everything that is at about it, honestly, more. Because you got Texas. And you have it's presumably your next quarterback. Yeah, and so I think if you're Steve Sarkeesian, do you do not take it? Uh, if I'm Lane, I would take it. Lane, I think you take it. If I don't think it'll be offered to him. I g- agree. Dabo, uh, I think, takes it, but I don't think it'll be offered to him.
3: If I'm Dabo, I don't take it. The going home, all that,
2: uh, Don't I g- take it. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd take it. How about um, if you're DeBoer? I'd take it. DeBoer, by the way, just hired uh, Nick Saban. Just hired Jimmy Sexton.
3: Yes, you you don't typically do that when you're you're trying to stay in Washington forever,
2: <laughs> right? Uh, some thought that he is, could be could be in, interviewing with the Seahawks. Oh, I mean, entirely possible. So um, that's a possibility. I mean, there's some
3: people. There's some people in the agent world that believe that Kirby will interview for the Falcons with Deboer.
2: There's there's also this sort of. Uh, well, he doesn't have any connection to the South. You know who else didn't? Nick Saban. I I do remember that. Mm -hmm. When that happened, when Mm -hmm. he moved from Michigan State to LSU. Not a good fit. Not a good fit. It'll never work. He's not going to understand what it's like down here. The same nonsense you just heard heard about John Calipari, honestly, when he was coming to Memphis. He's not going to work. I hate the fit argument. Stupid. If you're great at your job, you are great. If you're an average coach, I want you to be a good fit. If you not. your job. I don't know. Um, so do you think Urban Meyer was a great fit in Gainesville, right? Do you think Dan Lanning? I think that's where it's headed. I
3: I personally young energetic This is not me reporting, this is me speculating. I don't think Nick Saban was handing it. I don't think he was just stepping down and going I don't know who, you guys do what you yeah, want to do. Yeah, this is your thing. I, I I think I think for somebody who, as we just detailed, is process oriented, I think there was a
2: process. Is there a incentive to do this? We saw Ryan Williams, five-star receiver, already has decommitted. Is there some incentive to have this done quickly or just to get it right?
3: Well, I do think it was not coincidence that they waited till this week because that means the portal's closed. And so that helps you keep your roster. Um, I think the incentive is wait until the, the portal period closes. Your
2: commits are now free to go.
3: Yeah, they're free to go, but... It's going to be a
2: lot easier to, to even you, if you're. If, if you are freaking Dan Lanning, right. you're an awesome recruiter. You're going to come in and re recruit those dudes. Ryan Williams is probably going to. Like, you don't think Dan Lanning can point to his offense and say to Ryan Williams, hey, it might be fun here? And on top of that, like
3: Dan Lanning's going to have the opportunity to come in and re recruit a guy that's already committed to Alabama. It's like that's kind of a leg up.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. So. I mean, I, if I'm Norvell, I would take it too. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I think Mike Norvell is like. If Dan Lanning doesn't yeah, yeah. take it, <clears throat> Mike Norvell is a perfect fit mm-hmm. for this job. Uh, he's tremendous. I think he'd kill it. And we've seen you know some of the things he's working with at Florida State mm-hmm. and in that conference. So if you're Mike Norvell, you 100% take yep. it, and Mike Norvell would be great. I think in my list, Dan Lanning would be one, <clears throat> but Mike Norvell, who, of course— Well, DeBoer uh, would be my number one. I want to be clear. DeBoer would be I would be. I would one? take the guy that's— Three zero against Dan Lanning. <clears throat> that makes some sense. Okay, that makes some sense. Now let's look at the, let's look at the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, Yum. Belichick gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost everyone believes uh, Mike Vrabel or Gerard Mayo. Uh, and Vrabel, as a proven head coach, might have the inside track. Well, and
3: also, whether it's fair or not to Gerard Mayo, like Mayo still kind of has some of that stink on him from the end of the era. Right, yeah, you know,
2: didn't go, didn't, didn't end well. One of the in- now that defense was pretty darn good. One of the interesting things that happened, if you're looking and trying to figure out why Mike Vrabel was was ousted, <laughs> uh-huh. was <laughs> the ousted, speech. Ousted, yeah, one of the speech. He he went up this year uh, to the Patriots Hall was, of Fame. He was getting inducted. He was inducted yeah. and and among <laughs> things that he said was, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, "Yeah, yeah look around this organization." He said.
3: The, the, great coaching, the, he, great ownership. Said, great, yeah.
2: cap, great ownership, Whatever he said, don't take it for granted. And then he said the key words: "It's not like this everywhere." Excuse he, me. He, he tried to spin it later. He said, "I just was admiring the winning and whatever else." I was caught up in the moment. If you are, and 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 listen, uh, the, it, I, I get that ownership at uh, in Nashville has been criticized. And I'm not saying that that it is win without its flaws, but if you're the owner of the Titans and you hear your head coach give a speech that says it's not like this uh, about another place everywhere, you are. Going, about Houston. You are going to take offense at that, yeah, right? Yeah, yes, I would.
3: I would also say take a look in the mirror, ma'am. And that that you no no one wants to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, no, not rich people. people. Rich rich, rich yeah, people, do, people that are in power, they do not yeah, like looking in the mirror. Nobody likes they like, they like you the taking mirror. a look in the mirror.
2: That's a big. I've noticed that. Um. So all right. So we're going to go ahead and pencil in for the purposes of our uh, our uh, our uh, uh, you know projecting who goes where. We're going to pencil in Vrabel to New England. I think so. I think that's. It's been headed this way
3: for a while. I mean, there's obviously got to be a song and dance that's going to be done, but that seems to be the case. What are they going to do for quarterback? I presume they're either going to, they're going to try to trade up. Are they going to get Ryan Tannehill as a bridge? Uh, who who would be a good bridge? I just wonder, Does Frable like Tannehill? Um, I think Frable respects Tannehill. I don't think Frable would go at him as of his a bridge way to yeah. a bridge. And also, if you're going to be doing a rebuild, you might as well play a young guy. That um, way no one questions your, your record.
2: I was surprised by the Pete Carroll. Uh I think Pete was. I think I think Pete was surprised by the Pete Carroll. Um he's obviously been successful there. And I have to say, pretty uninspiring to replace Pete Carroll with Dan Quinn, if that's the way that's gonna go. I would agree. Um
3: I don't know. I think the 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 problem with Pete Carroll's even though technically he didn't have like GM status, by all accounts he was like the the final say on roster. The problem when you look at the Seahawks, it's like they're kind of stuck in that that period where the <laughs> Bills, remember, would just always stay like some hover between seven and nine, eight and eight. Like
2: it feels like that's what their roster. Well, what's is What's weird now. is is that in in a way, what they did with Geno was counter was, was counterproductive. almost counterproductive. But yes. it's it's but it's a testament. To it, his coaching. it is hard. Can you think of a coach who has? Been at the top, won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. then presided over a team tanking for you know being at the very bottom for uh, so they can get a high draft pick, and then back up again. Like this, even Bel- Belichick couldn't do it either. Like Belichick is like, I'm at the very top. I'm at the very top. I want to stay at the top. And so what Pete Carroll did is he found Geno Smith. He transformed him into an effective quarterback. Because who the hell? Guess I This is. It's a little. It's it's a little muddier
3: than the example that you're thinking of. But, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, kind of. Like, they were in a Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. Yeah,
2: they, yeah that's true.
3: And they, they sucked, and then they kind of got it back. But that's not exactly what you're discussing. I mean, typically the, the problem is usually even when you get to the mountaintop, when
2: you start falling off, you don't really get the opportunity to get it back. I did see a, one of the problems for the Titans is I saw a ranking of the job openings. I mean, what, what do you Cuddins have? Titans ranked last. I think that there's a legitimate case to be is made. Is it below the
3: Raiders? So, at least with the Raiders, you're probably getting a payday. I mean, Josh McDaniels is getting how much money to not coach?
2: Right. Like, Josh McDaniels is getting a college coach buyout. Yeah, what are you coming to Nashville to build around? What do you have? Uh, if you believe in Will Levis, then you have a quarterback, but
3: I, mo- I don't think most people do. Well, and then on top of that, like, it feels like the Titans are kind of been stuck in between. Like, am I taking the job to be a part of the rebuild, or are they paying me? To like,
2: preside over the crap. Like, once upon a time, that's if, what, if, that's what know, the Texans okay. did with David if, Cully. If you believe that your job is going to be to suck next year, to see if Will Levis is good, yeah. and then... To get a new quarterback and rebuild, that could that could give you a fresh. That you could get a new start yeah. after a year. Yeah, but I'm gonna need like I would need
3: like a six year deal yeah. with guaranteed money, and oftentimes that's what you know ownership doesn't want to pay for that.
2: Uh, let's wrap this little uh, this little segment up. Uh, Belichick out, Saban out, all of that. With uh, we've got a uh, we've got audio uh, of uh, the great Nick Saban and some of his. Uh, Press conferences my, I think rat poison Is the enduring one Don't mm. you think rat poison Is the Is the best I just always think I is the best one That's But rat it. poison I think is In terms yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Hey, Here we go Here's a little mixtape.
4: How's everybody today It really doesn't matter What you think If you want to know The truth about it Pisses me off it was up to you We're, we're, we're six foot under already We're dead and buried And gone I, I could give a About all that Excuse my French I'm really upset That I used bad language I'm sorry Now, y'all scared to ask another question? You better make it a good one now, because I'm about half fired up here. I know you would like to some kind of way extract something out of this bottle that's not there. Where'd you come up with that? Just, you know, had a dream about it? You know, all that stuff you write about how good we are and all that stuff they hear on ESPN? It's like poison. It's like taking poison, like rat poison. The rat poison that you put out there this week was yummy. <laughs> <laughs> they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. You know, you get excited about getting married. All right, but after you're married for a while, you know, you got to have a process to make it work. I don't even know what you asked me, but I just wanted to say that. Appreciate your interest in the game. 2025? I'm just hoping that I can still go to the lake then, still can walk around and and go on a pontoon boat ride. <laughs> He'll be missed. Uh yeah, he he will be missed. Uh, all
2: right, Chris Harrington coming up uh, next. No retirement tour though? We got righter than right uh trivia